baby girl, won't you come and hold my hand? Won't you come and chill out with the Virgo? Hey girl, just come and hold my hand. Won't you come and just chill with the Virgo? Sipping on Merlot, you ain't gotta be my girl though. I drop you off at Willoughby and Murdo. Smash with the Virgo, ain't got to take your shirt off. You see me convince your home girl. Look at me, Cardi. Look at me, Cardi. <laughs> uh, I'm actually thinking that I might be still drunk from last night. Like I'm just realizing that. So that's that's where I'm at this morning. Hello. Yeah, I feel like I'm still kind of in last night as well. <laughs> Not and it, quite yeah, here last yet. night last night wasn't that far away for you. It's it's a little later in the day for me, but last night was just a few hours ago for yo ass, really. Right, right. I was living life like a college student last night. I was partying until like three in the morning, which is totally unheard of for me. I think I could say the same about that out and about all late right gallivanting around like we're young and we don't have jobs and shit (sighs) how goes it happy halloween you just asked me before I did that (laughs) (laughs) before you just like completely lost it Uh, right I said what was you on what what was you on last night I was at a Halloween party you know I was definitely I was (laughs) look at me (laughs) I was serving us Dia de los Muertos for my costume Mm -hmm. you know YouTube (laughs) tutorial Got time. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what the look is, you know? I know, but just the name for that, like, really? I don't know what the actual people, the little skeletons are called, so I'm just going under the theme of Day of the Dead. Dia mm-hmm. de los Muertos. Um, yeah, but shout out to YouTube for teaching me everything I know about how to make a skeleton on my face. That was really cool to do the makeup and I had a great time you know me and Crown Royal had a blast we were very close all night and I had a great time actually with all girls it's rare that you can go to an all lady party and really be able to fully enjoy yourself just because bitches be like being bitchy sometimes but I had a great time Mm -hmm. no one was being weird or bitchy and I was going in just knowing like two people so it was cool. I had fun. That's good. Yeah. I feel like I have been all in the Halloween festivities this year, but I have not dressed up. Stay true to my word. Earlier in the week, I went to this really cool event 
called the Haunted Carnival in Playa Vista. And this post-production company hosted it and they had free drinks and snacks and virtual reality experiences all over the place. So it was sort of like an it-themed party because the virtual reality had a lot of clown oriented things like one of the experiences was called night night so i just kept saying like when i go night 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 that's what i want to say they had that and the virtual reality experience would take you through the woods and you see all these clowns popping out at you and at the end when the credits rolled through i noticed that the post-production company that did the virtual reality part, that was the post-production company I used to work for in New York. Oh! Back when I worked at this company, that's the first time I experienced the whole Oculus rift with the virtual Mm -hmm. reality. So it was funny that seeing it again was with them. They were the ones who produced that. Yeah, it was a cool little full circle moment. Anytime I ever think of it, all I think of is when he was dancing. (laughs) Yes, and the fact that they even have that video now of freaking hurt bay right with her new boo and then she's like yeah why would he have (laughs) he was like (laughs) girl you're working with the man was the music in the movie like dun 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 or was that another meme video i don't know why i had this little melody in my head to that where it's like dun I can't remember what it was in the movie. It's been dubbed over so many times now. Oh my gosh. But that shit is funny as hell. Oh, well, that's cool. See, LA has a lot of things like that to do. Honestly, Pittsburgh had some Halloween things too, but I did not partake. I know there was a big parade in my neighborhood, which is like the biggest nighttime parade that the whole city has where people like, you know, dress up and shit, do the parade and throw candy and stuff. There was a pop-up bar that I didn't get to go to because I was busy this weekend, but it was a Rocky Horror Picture Show pop-up bar. And the whole thing was themed after that movie, the drinks, and they had live performances going on from the movie and stuff. That would have been cool to go to. So there were a few things that were going on here in town. Yeah, it was good. I was surprised it was so fun since it was free. Going to free events, you always gotta wonder like, hmm, how great is this about to be? But it turned out to be really nice. A lot of people were there. And then yesterday, I went out to Izzy's. He had a party. Izzy Pigeon? Yep. And it was I'm funny because he's so sent glad me, that you finally went and he spent sent me time a with text him. in the morning and was like, come through, even though I know you probably won't with his rolls eyes emoji. Oh, because he invites you to every party he has and you never go. And I was like, oh, it just so happens that I was looking for something to do tonight. So I will come. And then you seen a whole bunch of Cusians. Yeah, it was like hella, hella cues people. Like, it's so many cues people that live out here now. I'm just not trying hard enough, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> like what, are, what are their fields? Like, where are they getting jobs at? Or are um, they just really just stepping out on faith? I don't even know. Well, I'm glad that you went to Izzy's party. Was it all decked out? Because I know they kind of like Halloween. I feel like they had a Halloween party last year, too. Yeah, apparently last year is a lot bigger. But I wouldn't say they OD'd with decor or anything. But he had a fully stocked bar with every single Mm -hmm. alcoholic beverage you'd need and 
I could say by the end of the night. That bar was, was empty. I know they went through like four or five bottles of Henny. Cause oh my gosh, cause anything is possible. Yeah. yeah, but it was good. And then they also had these roll up packets laid out everywhere. It was like personal brand roll up. Horrible, very harsh on the throat, but nice concept. So wait, you mean personalized? Like in what way? It was like Saya brand roll up. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it was like the concept is cool. Yeah, but the product is not quite there yet. Right. Interesting. Well, that's lit, I guess, to have that started. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I mean, you know, Wiz Khalifa has a deal with raw papers. Uh, so, that, so like, mean, that works, yeah. Yeah, that works. But, you I mean, she probably... Is, it was comparable to Backwoods. Oh, like see, I can't do Backwoods anyway. I just thought the idea was cool because everybody was like, oh, damn, I forgot my roll-up. I don't have roll-up. And then I'm like, bruh. Look, look around you. Like, (laughs) look around, look around. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, there's so much roll up everywhere. Yeah, it was cool. That's cool. Here we are. It's Halloween. (laughs) Great icebreaker. Let it rip. So you are going to tell a scary story in five minutes. I'm going to give you two minutes to come up with a whole concept and then you'll have like five minutes to tell it it doesn't have to be five minutes it could be less but okay you have five minutes to tell it and that's it i'll start the clock oh boy two minutes yeah i know i gotta get it fresh unfortunately i can't participate in this one with you it wouldn't be fair oh so we're giving we're giving solo breakers now for this one it just seems right to okay do okay you know <laughs> And I'm giving you two minutes now. All right, okay. let me think. Ooh, I just came up with an idea. Oh my gosh. You know what? Somebody needs to put me in their writing room because I got a story. We can make this a TV show. Here she go, y'all. We got Shonda Honestly, Rums. Honestly, a lot of this. Shonda Rums in the closet. <laughs> Honestly, this is going to be on the fly because I'm just jotting down a few bullet points. Yeah, we hear you. We hear you. Okay, okay. My story takes place in the year 2017. It's present day. The turmoil in our country is higher than ever. It's a very conflicting time, very divisive. We've got murmurs of evil in the White House. So, you know, business as usual is happening around the White House. There's still people coming in and out, visitors, White House tours happening. So on this one particular day, there's a group moving through on a White House tour, different ages, uh, of a school. Let's say it's a school. A girl, 12 years old, somehow gets separated from her group. And she gets lost because it's a lot going on. Her group went one way, she went the other way. And so now she's on this windy, turny corridor. A lot of doors. She's unsure of where to go. So she just goes into one door. She goes into the room. She's looking around the room. It's like a lot of books and shit. Of course, secret door. It's a secret door in the room. She pulls the lever. It takes her through to the secret room. And you'll never believe what's in the secret room. 
What's in the secret room? Donald Trump's sex dungeon. <laughs> I know. Your expression is the same expression I read. I saw. So that's a, yeah. So basically she gets in there and there's like all types of crazy shit. But it's like not like dildos and whips and chains. It's like hooks bloody looking things it's a horrific scene it's that weird bondage where people cut their skin you know what i'm talking about with that cut their skin and they bleed everywhere and there's crazy nudes of melania and like other bitches in the political scene like kellyanne conway all types of fucked up shit so she's freaking out she's like oh my god how did i get here how do i get out she's only 12 she doesn't even understand what she's seeing. She can't believe what she's seeing, of course. I mean, you're in the White House. You know the guy's fucked up, but you don't know the guy's really stringing up bitches. So as she's going through the room, she's trying to find a way out. She hears someone yelling, help, help me, help, help me. She goes around the corner, Shayna. <laughs> she goes around, and it's Hillary Clinton. been having an illicit tryst during the whole campaign and she knew he was gonna win all along and she was whispering help me because that's what she knows he likes he likes to hurt and he likes to pretend he's helping when he's not <laughs> and that's my story all oh, right yeah right under five minutes I like literally just made all that up right as I was talking pretty much. I just had the concept. That was kind of fun. I should pick another topic and then have you do it next week. Not a scary story, but a different kind of story with a different theme. That was definitely a nightmare. Yeah. Right. That was a nightmare. Something cuckoo. (laughs) Yeah. But I really do feel like there are probably secret rooms in the White House, though. That fucking shit is so big. We know that there's a panic room, but I feel like there's probably some other wild shit in there, too. Of course. Yeah. Got one for me? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I do. Okay, girl. Okay. If you could choose any person... From history, not necessarily like Thomas Jefferson, but like from the past, dead or alive. No, not alive. Dead. They have to be dead. To be your imaginary friend, who would you choose and why? Hmm. Anybody from history to be your imaginary friend? It's a toss between Asada Shakur or Malcolm X. One of those two. Really? Interesting. Probably Asada, because I'm trying to figure out, like, what really happened. I just want to be on the inside. (laughs) (laughs) And Malcolm X, just because he was a rebel and went through so much from Harlem to the whole pilgrimage and things like that. I just wish I was his friend to, like, be able to have those live updates during his whole journey and transformation. Yeah. I don't know. Those are the two that just kind of, like, popped up in my mind right now. Interesting. I would probably pick Bob Marley. I thought of him, too. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Or maybe like, dang, who's somebody that I really like admire? Mm. Honestly, I kind of want to speak to Michael. Like he's so veiled in mystery. And I feel like he would be a very lit imaginary friend. Like he'd probably be cracking mad jokes. A lot of people who knew him say that he was actually really funny. Michael. Yeah. And I want to get the tea on that too. But Bob Marley, I watched that documentary called Marley. Did you see that one? I don't think so. It was really interesting about how like the Jamaican government was trying to kill him and all that. I want to talk to him more about that, you know? Right. Was it the Jamaican government or another government? They were trying to assassinate him. It was the Jamaican government because there was a lot of corruption going on and he was speaking against that shit. So I feel like they did something to him. Low key. But okay, cool. What is your favorite Halloween costume? Um, it doesn't have to be one that you've necessarily done, but it would be good if you could think of one that you done that was your favorite. I think one year I was some type of pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Like a sexy pirate or something. That was cute <laughs> because the blazer was on point. It was red velvet and... Was this in college? This yeah. sounds familiar to me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a nice fit. I will wear that one again. I vaguely remember the sexy pirate. One that I did when I was a kid that was my favorite was when I was the Little Mermaid. And my mom and my uncle made this whole mermaid tail bodysuit dress that was floor length that had like a tiny hole for my feet to come out. You couldn't tell me that I wasn't the baddest bitch because it was like a strapless dress. You know what I'm saying? There was detailing. My uncle was an artist. He had painted the gills and it was all glittery and shit. And I had to wear a leotard under it. You know, of course, I couldn't just wear it as a strapless. But you know... Still, a bad bitch in her mind. She did not have that leotard on, okay? So that was a fun one. And then in college, whenever I was Hermione Granger, I had so much fucking fun that year. Because my wand was super lit. It was, was like all twisted. I was a pirate. Oh, that were, was the same year? <laughs> and you were just running around with this fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I was just running around like, when Liliosa! I would say it with different inflections, like, when God am Leviosa! <laughs> that was a fun one. I was drunk as hell that year. Yeah, you, <laughs> you were. <laughs> Partly the reason why you kept repeating that. That was the only spell I could remember. Good times. Halloween is a good time. And now, Scorpio season. A word. Oh, boy. <laughs> What's the deal, girl? I mean, you stress? You know what? Now that I've learned the Gemini is in me, Scorpio is out there on the branch of least favorite signs all by itself now. So that's where I'm at. All by itself. Yeah, (laughs) it's cold out there. Well, if Scorpio is your moon sign, you need intimacy and passion in your relationships. You are also very determined and tenacious. So maintaining a clear vision of your goals is important. Your questioning and curious nature makes you a keen observer of the world and the people around you. Your emotions are strong and it may take you a while to come to grips with them. Separating yourself from your feelings so you can manage a clear view of things can be a challenge. So I'm just going to stop right there because (laughs) we all know that Scorpio's 
are known to be very passionate people. Right. And being able to take something in from an unbiased standpoint is very difficult for them. Right. Taking time to honestly and carefully appraise your feelings and motives can be a lifelong project, but it is precisely your strong intuition and desire for strengthening and self-improvement that will, over time, help you transform less useful emotional habits into newer and healthier ones. We'll see. Now, if Scorpio is your rising sign, you can be somewhat of an enigma to others. Oh, okay. Still keeping in line with the whole passionate, intense, and just wanting to maintain their privacy. You are very keenly aware of the image that you project and decide quite consciously what you want to reveal and to whom. Manipulators. You know that about them. Mm -hmm. Although you can be very charming and engaging, you are certainly not an open book. In fact, you are a mystery to many, which enchants potential admirers and suitors. Your wants and needs thus have a powerful mask behind which they can operate, since others are likely to project their own fantasies onto your mysterious persona. You can use this to your advantage, allowing others to believe what they want about you all the while maneuvering in the direction you want from behind the scenes. Yeah, I definitely feel like Scorpios are manipulators. (laughs) For sure. Okay, yeah, I could see that too. Interesting. The Scorpios, I know they've definitely proven that. I can only think of one Scorpio. Do we have mutual Scorpio friends? Nah, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I can't think of anyone off top who is a November baby. November That's just not. seems like a bland month to be born in. Christine is a Scorpio, though. So Christine is cool. Okay, that's one. She doesn't really seem very manipulative to me. But I don't really know her, I guess, on that level that I would see her working behind the curtain, as you say. Yeah, I don't really think I have to witness that either yeah true okay cool well we'll get into more i'm sure as we go along i might try to reach out to the scorpio that i know maybe we can come up with one of those questionnaires or something and send it to him and see if he'll do it that might be kind of interesting Mm, yeah looking forward to learning some more interesting things about you guys Yeah, maybe I'll actually learn something that will really help me understand them more. Hit us up, signmeapodcast at gmail.com if you know any Scorpios or have a wild and wonky story to share with us about a Scorpio. Or if you are a Scorpio and you want to check me, I'm ready. Check me, boo. No, actually, who gonna check me, boo? Right, I knew that was coming. Yeah, I know. All right, moving on to Nosy New this is a special iPhones notes edition because your girl was on the go. On the go, go, go. Did you hear about the Houston Texans coach responding to the national anthem controversy by saying, we can't have the inmates running the prison? No, I did not hear that comment, but all right. Right. This is a figure of speech to say we can't have the people who we're trying to govern running amok. That's the point of the message. So he's saying this as it relates to the national anthem controversy, as in the players can't be out here going willy nilly doing whatever the fuck they want to do. 
and we're the owners, we're the leaders, we can't have these players trying to run us. We're the runners, and they're the followers. So, my whole thing with that is, is that if you know anything about anything, you know that prisons are predominantly black, as are NFL teams. So... You know he said that with that in mind. Right. But I feel like it was in mind, but it was so easy for him to make that association without even realizing the implications of what saying that out loud actually would mean. You know what I'm saying? He thought he was in a room full of his white brethren, NFL team owners, and that nobody was going to repeat that shit. He thought he was in a safe space. Thought nobody was going to check him. Right. And then his remarks after the fact were, oh, you know what? I did not even mean to offend anyone with that. It was just a figure of speech that I shouldn't have used or some shit like that. Like, nigga, if you don't shut your old racist, Houston, Houston ass up. Right old texas ass motherfucker bred in the blood of the racist what a sick guy i wish that all of his players would walk the fuck out but you know niggas got mouths to feed i get that it's a hard position to be in you know what i mean because you want to take a stand i'm sure i'm sure a lot of players want to speak out against injustice and all that kind of stuff but niggas not trying to give up that check which i don't know if i could walk away from my career. I would have to really be being harmed directly for me to just walk away from my career like that. So I can understand why it's an uncomfortable position to be in, but fuck that owner. Fuck him real good. Right. The thing with that is like the whole, it's a compromising position to be in. It really is, and I understand that. But then it's also like, they know that that's what these players are thinking. Right. They're going to keep doing what they want to do because they know ain't nobody going nowhere. Right. That's that's if- And that's what's been so infuriating to me because it was like, imagine if all of them just participated in the protest and everybody was unified, how much more powerful that would be than it being sporadic. That's the issue. The issue is the fact that niggas can't all get on the same page. And this goes for protests across the board. If not everybody participates in the shit, it cannot be effective. And I'm guilty of this too. You know, I can't say that I've been out participating in every march or every boycott or whatever the case may be because I haven't. Right. But that's what's needed. And when people say, what do we have to do? What do we need to do? That's what the fuck we have to do. We have to all be on the same page at the same time. Regardless of your own personal agenda, you have to put that shit to the side. And Americans are just too fucking spoiled to do that shit. Point blank. So there you go. That was a word right there. That's a gem. I hope that you guys heard that, received that, and felt that. Because I meant it. Um, Amazon Key. Yeah, I know. What the fuck is that? I don't really know about that. Like, I could not believe that this is really a thing. So basically what it is, is you buy the Amazon key kit. It comes with a camera, 
that she positioned at the door. It comes with a special lock key that they have access to and you have access to. And then you have an app where you can watch the camera and see the delivery in real time or have the delivery recorded. And basically the delivery driver is just supposed to come in, boop, boop, unlock the door, drop your package inside and close the door and that's it. That's supposed to be the end of it. But this is my thing. This is my thing right fucking here. If you want to hit a lick... With the Amazon key, this is the perfect play right here. All you have to do, it has to be an inside job. Going up to the door, unlock, boop, boop. And then your boys just come and bulldoze you, tackle you, snatch the camera off the wall because obviously this is just a little... Amazon sends you the camera. looking at power, y'all. Yes, that's what it is, though. That's that's how it would be. And I just feel like I see a lot of people shit getting stolen. And I also see a lot of people being wrongfully accused of shit. I see a lot of Amazon people being like, their shit missing from my house, and I can't explain it. Like, I see a lot of shit just going wrong with this, and Amazon, no. The delivery could never be that crucial. I mean, I don't like getting my package stolen as much as the next guy. It's infuriating, but, but it's like, you ain't coming why. in my fucking house, my nigga. And that's why they have the locker option. Right. right. Yeah. Let's utilize the locker. Home, find the nearest locker. Right. But she that's ain't coming little, up in my yeah. fucking crib, my nigga. That's much. The only way I would be with the shits is if I lived in an apartment building or something. And you had access to the downstairs lobby. I don't give a fuck about that. Because you don't know which apartment is mine. But still, it's like, mm-mm. You ain't coming in my house, my nigga. The only time I would think, like, oh, man, that would be kind of useful is if you're ordering some huge item that you don't want sitting outside your door for so many hours. But even still. It's- even still. Niggas been getting TVs delivered all our lives. And somehow... No, I'm straight. So yeah, Amazon Key, that's a fail. Shout out to y'all. Keisha says that her and Gucci do have kids separately, but we have to watch the show to find out their ages. And she said that she does not have three kids in Jamaica. That's a lie. She moved from Jamaica when she was 10 years old. She said, fuck all those rumors. The blogs were paid to try to discredit my marriage. What you think about that? I'm curious to know about their kids, honestly, because I never even knew that they had kids. But she said that she wants to be private. She said that all the kids live in their house, but they just keep them 100% out of the limelight because they want them to have a normal childhood mm-hmm. and go to school and not worry about shit. That's good. That is good. It's interesting how you're able, though, to just 100% keep the kids out of it. Like, I never even thought about the possibility of them niggas having kids. Like, I never even thought about it. That goes to show that it is possible to keep your children out of it. Right. Clearly. (laughs) At this point, because they have the show, like, there's no hiding it now. But before then, if they didn't have a show, it could have kept on being like this. Right. Exactly. So, that's that with that. Uh, your girls in New York City are not dancing for them dollars right now. Okay? It's a New York City stripper strike. It's a stripper strike. Say that three times fast. Stripper strike, stripper strike, stripper strike. <laughs> it's a stripper strike. 
It's a stripper uh, strike. Yeah, New York City strippers are done with the racist promoters and the bartenders stealing all their tips. They're over it. They're done with the ghetto games. Mm-hmm. Evidently, black girls are not getting hired to dance in New York. Promoters are not advertising for black strippers. It's all about the Latino bitches and shit, and the exotic looking girls. And the bartenders are making more money than the strippers. Wow. Right. So all the bartenders are Dominicana, Colombiana, Boricua, Morena. All the things. That's what Cardi B said. So, yeah. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about your girls not dancing for these dollars no more? I mean, yeah, it's just crazy. They should just migrate, find a new place. Or become bartenders. Or become bartenders. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know about the plight of the stripper. That's just a foreign concept to me. I don't have much to give on that. Right. I guess it's fucked up. They're trying to get money like you used to. I don't know. All right. Good luck. There's no strip clubs in the Bronx anyway. Is there? Yeah, Sin City. Oh, damn. That's like the main one, huh? Mm-hmm. Never mind. Anyway, last but not least, <laughs> Cardi B and Offset, they're engaged, you guys. They are. They're engaged. Interestingly enough, they're engaged. I really don't have remarks on this. This is the theory that I came up I with last either. night. I don't have any remarks. This is the theory that I came up with last night on their union. At first I said, you know what? They seem like they'd want to get this money together. They're going to be doing photo shoots in fucking Vogue and shit. Like, I could really see them making this like a fashion thing. You know what I mean? They're going to be being couple goals from here there to everywhere doing shit together i feel like they're gonna take this time and really capitalize on it because they're both finessers like that but then i said maybe because they are both finessers like that that it's really love and they're really just down for each other you know like they're just two little hood bonnie and clyde kids yeah i really have no idea what to make of this it's interesting. That's really all it's I got. It's just a wait and see. Because, you know, like you said, with them being finessers, you don't see that happening. Until after not, it happens. It's not often. Those two people would be the last people I think would want to settle down right now. Right. Like, what a time to be alive right now. Yeah, it's like, wow, you're living your best life but i guess you know we never know again i feel like cardi b is really with the shit in more ways than one so i feel like offset you know it could be a good union there was some there was we don't know what goes on behind doors like well they just broke up two weeks ago and that breakup was just enough for him to be like i don't want to break up no more i don't want to live without you right how do i breathe without you well, good luck to Cardi B and Offset. Motorsport. But I don't know the words yet. It just came out, but that's a cute little song. I turn Offset on. That's the only line I know. I get upset off. I turn Offset on. <laughs> that's all I got. Shout out to Cardi Set. Yeah, shout out to Barty Gang. Ha! <laughs> That's all for Nosey News. Moving right past Two Cents. 
I don't know why that was just so funny to me, but it was just like, all right, we're just gonna side swipe past that and moving on. Tinder tales. Just a quick update for mine. I'm still seeing the bicker guy, but we've decided to slow things down. It's feeling like a lot less pressure to me, so it's fine. Things are at a calm moment. I'm knocking on wood because I wanted to stay like this, so. What made you guys decide to slow things down? Whose idea was that? What was the crazy moment as opposed to this calm moment? It wasn't like we made a decision together to slow things down. It just seemed like we had gotten into a fight and then, uh, what were we arguing about? Oh yeah. Okay. Listen to this. And actually this is great because I want to know listeners what their opinion is and yours opinion is on this. We were having a conversation where he said, I'm fat and I'm beautiful or something like that. And I said, you're not fat. If you're fat, then I'm morbidly obese. That's what I said. If you're fat, then I'm morbidly obese. What does that say to you? What did I mean by that to you? He's smaller than you. Right. That's what that is supposed to read as. You're smaller than me. If you're fat, then I'm even bigger. This nigga gonna reply. Technically, on the BMI blah, 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 according to the blah, blah, blah at my job, I'm technically morbidly obese. I said, nigga, are you sick? Did you just call me fat? What is that? What? I felt away by that because, my nigga, why are we talking about technicalities when I was really just trying to give you a compliment, my nigga? And now you just flipped it and like, low-key called me fat. <laughs> <laughs> when you tried to like be like no don't say don't say self-deprecating things about like, yourself yeah <laughs> and he turned around <laughs> you felt some type of way i felt some type of way and then because i felt some type of way he wanted to completely discredit my feelings and be like how are you making this about you i'm not even talking about you i didn't call you fat I was talking about what the blah, blah, blah was at my job that told me this. We would then start going through all these hoops and getting so mad, getting so mad that I was feeling this type of way. I'm like, maybe because he wasn't even thinking that deep. He wasn't, but that doesn't mean that it didn't fucking happen, my nigga. Maybe you weren't thinking the worst thing ever. You weren't thinking, hey, let me figure out a way to technically call this bitch fat as fuck. I'm sure he was not thinking that. And quite frankly... He is bigger than me in weight, but that's not the point. I was trying to say something nice. You could have just let me have that. You could have just been like, oh, thanks. You could have just been like, thanks. I don't need to hear about your fucking BMI technicalities, bitch. I don't care. (laughs) Not bitch, because you're not a bitch, but you know, like, no, I don't need to hear that shit. So then we were like, okay, we can discuss this later. Like kind of tabled it, but then it was like a busy time and we ended up never discussing it. So it just seemed like we were kind of just like chilling in a limbo space where it was just like calm. We were still communicating, but it seemed like there was still something to be discussed. But then so much time went by that just got to the point where it was like, we're just not going to address this at all mm-hmm. just because like I don't feel like it I'm sure he doesn't feel like it you know right. it is what it is and so it's just been calm it's just mm-hmm. been calm since then right funny yeah 
Well, I thought I was washing my hands with that story of the serial monogamous last week. Right. Uh, new wait. phone, who this? Or yeah. who this? Uh, wait, no, wait, no, new phone, new phone. <laughs> I forgot to mention last week, because I said something about, oh, I'll be getting into what I'm up to later. I was going on another Tinder tail meet with someone from Hinge. So I met this guy for tea. And while we're out, we were hanging out in the Miracle Mile area near LACMA. And we were hanging out in that park after we grabbed tea. And as we were getting ready to leave, guess who I saw? The serial (coughs) monogamous on a date with some girl. I was walking with this guy and he was walking with this girl and we're literally passing each other. This sounds like insecure. This sounds like episode. Like, this sounds like <laughs> unreal. Like, how does this even happen that both of literally. y'all, both of y'all are on a date? Yeah. Both of y'all I'm, are on a date walking. And I'm sure he was on a Tinder tail. So, well, so <laughs> right. Because this guy is obviously desperate for something. This guy and, is ready to lock it in. With I am ready, ready to lock. <laughs> anybody who is ready to lock it in, he is willing to lock it. Yeah, he's ready to lock and loader. No, I don't think he noticed me or anything, but... I noticed him. It happened so fast. He was wearing the exact same shirt he wore on one of the dates we went on, you know. Wow. Um, That's his date shirt. Yeah. So it was funny. It was funny. You you guys didn't acknowledge each other? No. I'm telling you, I don't think he noticed me at all. Like I saw while we were passing. Yeah. It was literally like, oh, shit. I would have like stuck my foot out as he passed to like. If I was moving fast enough, I would have totally yelled, not yelled, but been like, hey, so and so. Yeah. Hey, you guys so ready to move me into your house and buy my podcast equipment. Right. And then and then I would have just new phone who dissed me last night and i would have kikied about it with the guy that i was on a date with as well like oh my god let me tell you about this weirdo yeah but you kept it cute you kept it mature i just gave the isa dream sequence and you gave the real life what happened yeah yeah dream sequence i would have been all hey so and so like What's up? Good to see you. You know, totally. So you like that. you really forgot my number after just an hour or two? Like, what's the tea? <laughs> what's the tea? What's the tea? You knew fun who this me? Okay. Right, right. Right. I'm looking at your phone now and it really looks like the exact same phone. So <laughs> what's up? Hey. Imagine. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just made up a whole skit out of that, like all up in his face looking at the phone. Like, Right. Just to close up the other date that I had mentioned before with the older white guy. Yeah. Who was like divorced and stuff. Like we went out twice and then after that it sort of just, you know, fade to fade to black. black. Yeah, yeah. Fade to the blackness. So <laughs> <laughs> that's all I have for you guys with that one. But yeah. Well, I'll keep you posted on my bicker buddy. Mm-hmm. That's really the only prospect I'm working right now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and the guy that I went out with for tea, very interesting because I just can't tell if he is bi or... You, like, keep having this 
happened to you? You keep meeting these bi guys. I've never talked to or dated or flirted or anything with a bi guy. Maybe I did, I didn't know he was, you know, shit, I don't know, but never had these vibes where I was like, you're obviously showing interest in me, but I'm getting a vibe that you would rather have penis. What makes you think that they're bi instead of just straight up gay? Come move to LA and then you'll you'll right. you'll, see. you'll understand. I'll understand. You'll see. I have never had this happen to me outside of LA. LA where I felt like someone was giving me bi vibes. What makes me feel that way? Okay. If you hit me with the yeah. Right. Friendship we know that that's the foundation of a lot of things, right? But when it starts to feel like <laughs> you're the girl, like, you know, I'm with the girl. You're like, homie, you're really, right? Yeah. You're like a breast buddy. What are they called? Yeah. Bosom buddies. That's what I meant. Right. <laughs> and I just feel like we're totally friends because I paid for my own tea. Right. We're totally friends. We gotta be, you know? Right. Like, I see what you're saying. But still, there's still an underlying... It's the, yeah, it's just this energy, like, you can't really... Put it into words. Yeah, you can't describe it, but you, you know it. You know it, you feel it. Just it's familiar, like, oh. right. Yeah, and then, like, when we wrapped it up, it was like a quick peck on the cheek from him it was just very okay girl yeah yeah let's do it right let's do this is fun this is fun right right right. and i again i don't know if that just comes with guys who are in the entertainment industry who are directors or producers like do they have that like i don't know i don't know girl yeah (laughs) but then you know after that he was like that was great I get a follow-up text like that was great. Let's do it again. Let's do lunch. Let's do a cute Kardashian lunch. This is my Kardashian voice. Let's do a cute Kardashian lunch. And yeah. Well, honestly, that is a very interesting experience, but I'm glad that you're having this. And I'm glad that you're actually talking through it. I'm talking through it and I just try to open myself up because... There are so many different people out there, you know. What so, I mean? like, are you saying that you could get with a bi guy? He's obviously into girls. He's just may possibly be also into guys. If so, you're having fun, if he was a bi guy who had more masculine qualities, I might have to think a bit harder about that. But it's easy for me to say no when. It really does feel like we are girlfriends. Yeah, I hear you. Like, that's not, you know, that's not what I'm going for. Somebody who has softer qualities like that, I'm not really here for. I think what attracts me is the masculinity. Right. That's what you need for the whole deal. But you're down to be friends. I'm down to be friends. He actually even sent me a pretty funny video that I'll send you. But, yeah, he's, like, kind of funny. So, I can see... The friendships. And that's another thing. Like a lot of times we automatically assume that we need to be something serious with all these people that we meet. But that doesn't have to be the case. Right. Some of these people, you just do with them what you will. He wants to meet up again. And I'm very interested to see how... I'd be confused, you know? Like I'm definitely going to approach it from a friend standpoint. Right. But yeah, you know. That is indeed interesting tinder these days you know when sydney and i say tinder it's really everything all encompassing um yeah it's been i feel like it's been a 
steady thing for me. Like I've just been randomly like pulling in one every other week, I'd say. How often are you paying? Just curious. Well, paying for the tea was the first time I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> okay, bitch. You know, but also I wasn't wasn't too sad about it because the way it happened, he was, you know, oh, I'm new to LA. Do you know of any tea spots? And there was a tea spot that I saw was popping. So I was like, oh, this is cute. Like, I want to go here too, you know? Yeah. So I didn't feel so bad about paying for it and it's tea. So it wasn't like I broke the bank or anything, but... Yeah, I don't usually pay. Right. So, yeah. You know? (laughs) I don't usually do this unless I'm drunk or I'm high, (laughs) but I'm both right now. All right. Yeah. Hit us up definitely at Sign Me Up Podcast on all your social media faves. Sign Me Up Podcast on Facebook because niggas is on Facebook. We're in a Facebook group called lady pod squad join that group if you do podcasts and you're a lady jump in there i'm at sydney poppins too cheeky bobby and that's another episode of sign me a podcast signing out